0: found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg
1: all right welcome back hour number two of the ken miller show trent Con and myself with you for another hour uh, here on 1700 kbgg dusty baker going all dusty baker on us we still have no idea well i shouldn't say that it's either Rourke or Gio Gonzalez, but we don't know which or whom uh, is going to start for the Washington Nationals. It's 2 o'clock Eastern. The game starts in six hours.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, this is it going to kill you? <laughs> I mean, to let the cat out of the bag? Yesterday, I wasn't giving Dusty any credit for gamemanship. Now... And you, you know what? Funny you brought that up with Cappy yesterday, because I
1: thought it was gamesmanship as well, or certainly that had an air of gamesmanship. Mm-hmm. Shot that down
2: very quickly. Yeah. He, and he knows Dusty well. Yes. For uh, their time together mm-hmm. back in Chicago when Dusty was there. Yeah, I just... Sly Fox, well, you know maybe, maybe something's going to isn't there a time though that it, they have to doesn't major league baseball have a rule
1: i there if if not they should the, the answer is they must Trent I don't yeah. know it off the top of my head um but but yeah, you would have to think x right? amount
2: hour and you got to be thinking we're getting to the mm-hmm. witching hour here it's got to be five six hours before you have to have an announced starter, you would think maybe four would be but. Again, this is all speculation. So, I got a couple of
1: questions for you, Joe Madden. All right, all right. Are you playing? Are you going to insert Javi Baez into the lineup today? Now, he made an error yesterday, but mm-hmm. at that, that point, that the game was—I mean, they were in shell shock yes. a, after the yeah. uh, after the grand slam. Just I mean you had to be.
2: I was listening. Human nature. Pat and Ron at the time sounded like their puppy got shot. It, it so did. It was, was
1: the the air completely. I mean, and the and the. Uh, And why wouldn't you? I mean, it was a cold, miserable day. Mm -hmm. Wrigley Field emptied out at that point. Well, not emptied out, but you you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people headed for the exits. Javi Baez has really struggled in this series, hitting the baseball. Now he's a wizard, except for that one play yesterday, as we know, uh, with that glove on his left hand. He hasn't had a hit, Trent. He's hitless in this series.
2: Nobody's really hit out. Rizzo leads the way. 267. Four hits. Right. That's through four games, mm-hmm. your leader has four hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. How I many saw. does
1: Bryant have? A couple? And he... he got two. Both of his hits, I want to
2: say, came against Gio Gonzalez. he got three. A double and two singles. Three of 15. Okay. Hayward has two. Mm-hmm. Zobrist has three. Contreras Russell with two each. I think I do because I think it will be Gio. So you put Javi out there, okay? Because the right-handed bat. Yep. So let's go. Let's go. Well, we, we, here's
1: what we, we know: who's going to catch? We know who's going to play first. We mm-hmm. know who's going to play third. We know who's going to play short. Yes. I think. I mean, Aston Russell. He had a costly error yesterday. He did. Yeah. His yeah. error. His error was. Uh, I mean, I, I know that um, who did the color. Ron Darling said bad hop or tough hop or something like that. It's a play major leaguer has to make, and, and Russell would tell you as much. So go around the outfield. Set your outfield, Joe. Okay. Start in left. Baez is at second, we assume. Zobrist in left. Okay, I'm with you. John Jay Almora in center. Almora? Okay. So John Jay's off the bench. Mm -hmm. And Hayward is... Starting in right. Even though it's against
2: against a lefty, but I'm taking the plus defense here. Early on, I'm taking the plus defense of what you get out of him in right field. And and
1: he is a a above-average right fielder. Oh, no
2: doubt. Yeah. And... So that's the way I'm going. I'm going, Amor is considered a better defender than yes, Jay, absolutely. right? Yes, absolutely. So I'm thinking more defense here. So that's that's what I would trot out there against the lefty. Schwarber on the bench, Jay on and the bench. And stays
1: on the bench. The only time Schwarber hits <laughs> is if they put a right-handed pitcher in, he's not coming into the game other than to pinch it and then right back to the bench, your day is done.
2: So let's play this then. You put on your Joe Madden hat, and we're going to tinker around with what we have, bullpen-wise, guys that are available. Two on, two out. Bottom of the third. Bottom of the third. Okay. What's and the score? It's three three. So Hendricks has so struggled. Hendricks hasn't been good. Hasn't been good. Hasn't been excellent by any mm-hmm. means. But all right. But three three. Chance to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Bryant's coming up. Why not Bryant? Harper. Harper's coming up. The Vegas boys. Harper's coming up. Mike Montgomery. Mike Montgomery gets the ball there, or no.
1: Dunsing. No, Montgomery because
2: Monty can go further, okay. go longer. So we'll say runners at first and second, no open base for him. You could load him if you wanted, but no, I'm going. I'm going Montgomery. Going Montgomery, and then gonna, you come out the next inning with. I'm going to leave him in, okay, because he, right. he he can. You're he he a Montgomery. Oh, he's been great this year. He has been, yeah.
1: You know he really has. I mean, he's been at, at one point. I remember you know back in May or June, thing and at that point he might have been the MVP of the team. I mean, you could start him. Yeah, you could come out of the bullpen, and if you only need him for a couple outs, or you needed him for a few innings. Mm-hmm. Mike Montgomery has been. Yeah, he's been terrific.
2: All right, comebacker comes back and bounces off the shin of uh, Hendricks, and he can't go in the first inning. Then what do you do? Then what do you do? You go lackey. You're lackey. Huh? No, I'm
1: not a lackey guy. I just I'm. Trent, I know that there's no tomorrow. I yeah. get there's no tomorrow, but what if there is? I want to save. You'll figure the, that out
2: when you get there. I know, there.
1: but if at all possible, Quintana is the guy I want to save for Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into Game One knowing that I'm almost eh, not not handing the Dodgers the game because they're going to put Kershaw, Kershaw them on. Kershaw kind of are already. You're you're up against it. Yeah, you're up against it. I want to save Contana. He's my—he's the last guy I want to pitch today, if at all possible. Because if you put him in the game, then what are you going to do Saturday?
2: Then it's ever, Can lackey. you start lackey in then game one of a series? And you're putting game one and say we're going to win four out of six. Kershaw that's is going that's what beat it us comes here. down to. Yeah. Kershaw's going to beat us here regardless. Mm-hmm. We don't have, and you know what? Ryan Dunsing's gonna get us a couple of innings and we're gonna go deep to the well mm-hmm. and kind of build that way. That's I, I think you gotta bring Quintana in. If it's in one of those tight spots very early, either Hendricks struggles or something happens. Okay. I think you gotta you gotta shoot that bullet. Okay. With so let's go
1: to let's go to game two then. Let's just get crazy and say that you know the the Cubs have won, they're in game 2 uh-huh. We saw both Arietta start and Lester come out of the bullpen yesterday. What did Lester? How many pitches? Fifty-five pitches, three and two-thirds yesterday. He was really good on yes, the bullpen. Yes, he was. Um, Arietta was three-two on every batter. You knew it wasn't going to last long for him yesterday. So, game two, what are you going to do? Are you going to start Arietta, or are you going to start
2: John Lester? I think Lester. I think so too. Yeah, I think you got to go back to that. Yeah, if you if you burn through already Quintana and Hendricks, if it gets to that point in game two, say it is Lackey in game one, then you're almost forced to go with them in games. Yes, one. yeah, I think you ha- you are. And and then you come back home and find
1: especially a way. if
2: you're right if Cantana pitches today, then yep. then Lackey is your guy. You're cobbling it together. Mm-hmm. Now, let's play this game. Put on your dusty baker cap. Get my toothpick in my mouth. Toothpick in your mouth. All right. And be careful of the mold. All right. <laughs> and uh do they have mold in DC? I don't know.
1: I have to ask Dusty. Yeah. I didn't know they had in Chicago at the press conference. <laughs> it's
2: a uh so same kind of thing. We both assume right now, and it's still an assumption, that Gio is going to start. Gio Gonzalez he has to a lefty mm-hmm. early on in trouble. You just go to Roarke. I think so. Right I think away, it's pretty simple. Yeah,
1: I think it's easier for Dusty Baker today.
2: Same situation though that we mentioned. Top of the fourth though, three mm-hmm. three game, two on two out, mm-hmm. and here comes to the plate Chris Bryant. I don't care. I know where I'm going. How many pitches? Is Scherzer available? He's available. They said he was available yesterday for about an inning. So today's probably pitches.
1: up to 30 maybe today. 30, 30, 25, 35. Yeah. yeah I I would right go there. Scherzer. Yeah. This, this is one of these games, a severe sport. You live for this. This is all hands yeah. on deck. Hey, with the exception of Contana. try and save him.
2: <laughs> you're so concerned about that, game one. you got to get there,
1: Ken. I know. you got to get to game one. I'm firing point. all my bullets. I just want to save one if I possibly can. And I mean, Lacky, Carl Edwards is a guy that, I, I mean, Carl Edwards, normally he would be getting the day off today, I would think. What did he throw yesterday? Um, well, he threw 15 pitches, but only got an out yesterday. Right. And he's been good. Yes. Carl Edwards has been
2: good. Yep. He's
1: had some, you know, he's blown up a little bit. but Gave
2: up the homer to, to Harper, so. That was massive, right. Yes, that was yeah. massive. And he's been so good all year against mm-hmm. lefties, too, on top mm-hmm. of it. But yeah, you're right. Uh, 15 pitches yesterday from Edwards. And I want to see what he's throwing here. If they got his. Yeah, here's the game log. So. Uh, they don't. Yeah, yeah. 15 pitches. Game three, 14 pitches. Game two, 21 pitches and 11. In game. He's pitching every he's one. He's pitched a lot. Now, they did have that off day with the rain that they didn't yeah. think the rain out day. So they got a little bit
1: uh, wiggle room there potentially. What does that, uh, what is that uh, Grand Slam uh, do to Wade Davis's psyche yesterday? Now, is it was an odd spot for him to come into the yes. game. And I, I do too. Especially for closers, it seems like if it's going to mm-hmm. go bad for a closer, um, you're going to insert them into a non-safe situation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say nine times because that's not the number, but it seems like that's the number, right? <laughs> that nine times out of ten, that your closer in a non-safe
2: situation, if he's going to implode, he's going to do it then. Or well, he we needs some work. We're up five in the ninth. We'll let him come in. He'll give up exactly. three. <laughs> yeah, and hair on fire and right, gets the right. final out. Yeah, right? it's, it's incredible how that happens. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a mentality thing, right? Yeah, probably. You just you get in the groove, same old, same old. Something changes in your psyche, and but it continually happens. Mm-hmm. And I, we're sure the number isn't 90%, but so it, let's, boy, it
1: seems that way. You no, know, it's, it's high. It's, it's absolutely. So uh, on the record, uh, Hendricks leaves. Who's first out of the pen?
2: I'm going Montgomery. You're going right to Montgomery. Early, we'll say before the fifth, yeah, 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 fourth, uh, third or fourth. Okay, I think it's Quintana. Do you if it's now different? If all of a sudden, you know, it's three nothing and somebody hits seven nothing, then I mean, is it worth it? Even if the miraculous happens, I don't know, even in that scenario, it's probably Montgomery, yeah, mm-hmm. but a oh, fun game tonight, tight spot. This, and this is why baseball talked about it yesterday, so fun. Because all night long, it's going to be second guessing. You're, you're yeah, sitting there absolutely.
1: and what is Dusty doing? Mm-hmm. What is Yesterday what was Frank Kona yes. in the hot seat as far as the questions coming his way. We'll take a time out. We'll head to Lincoln next. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star. We'll get the latest on the Husker. Sipsoins, uh, joins us on a weekly basis uh, as we continue on here. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG.
0: 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl.
3: Big Al's Barbecue is happy to announce his second location is now open at the Ramada Inn at Army Post and Floor Drive. With two locations, there's no reason to miss out on some of the best barbecue in the Des Moines area. Big Al cooks all his meat low and slow to make it fall off the bone. Big Al South now offers barbecue brunch buffet on Sundays from 11 to 3. Don't forget about the original East
4: Side location just 900 feet north of the AE Cows on Hubble Avenue. Come eat Southern-style barbecue cooked by an Asian man on the East Side and now open on the South Side of Des Moines. Big Al's barbecue as a B emoji there's nothing I love more than a strong shot of nectar but getting behind the wheel when you're buzzed that makes me want to sting drive sober and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa
5: hello I'm Mike Mandel inventor of my pillow my employees and I would like to thank you for making my pillow possible years ago when I invented my pillow I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping pillows would go flat i'd flip flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache so that's why i invented my pillow you can adjust my pillows patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need i back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee and now to thank you i'm bringing back my best offer ever buy one of my my pillows and get another one absolutely free
3: Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines.
2: Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio two locations the newest location in urbandale 2675 100th street the original in norwalk classic dishes like cavatelli spaghetti lasagna and vodka rigatoni top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches a great happy hour and italian done right bellagio
6: Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We
4: have so much fun
0: out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org.
6: 515 650 1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515 650 1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515 650 1358. That's 515 650 1358.
1: 1700 KBGG. Trent Connan and myself with you uh, every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star, coming up momentarily. The uh, Huskers, uh, Wisconsin last week. Here comes the Ohio State Buckeyes this week. Stephen M. Sippel uh, covers the Huskers as he has for a long, long time at the Lincoln Journal star. He joins us. Hello, Sip House Things. (laughs)
3: They're going fine. How are you doing in Des Moines?
1: How how are things in Des Moines? They're they're going fine here as well, Sip. I'm not buying that things are fine in Lincoln after that last week and on the the cusp of uh, welcoming Ohio State to town this week. uh, Is there a 24-point dog, Sip? I saw a piece. I saw a clip. Uh, I think it was the Omaha World Herald to give them uh, due credit that this will be the first time that Ohio that I that Nebraska is this big of a dog and it's twenty four points currently at home since nineteen fifty seven.
3: Yeah, it's it's odd. I mean, it, in that sense, I guess it's not. You know, this is all. I'll tell you what the way I feel about everything. These conversations is you're just trying to kind of make sense of everything. It's, I was talking to Trent off air on one hand. I mean, listen, Kenny, you, you followed it for a long time. Nebraska has been getting beat around since 2002, really. I mean, it's, this isn't new. Mm-hmm. Um, these struggles, it's, there were seven and seven in 2002. They were five and seven in 2004. They were, five and seven again in 2007 they've we've gone through some rough times i guess the difference is now is you don't quite know where it's going and it's gotten kind of worse or i should say those things in reverse it's gotten worse and you don't really know where it's going um you know they fired the ad you know i mean there's so there's a lot of instability and I don't know. You just don't don't exactly know where this thing's going. You don't even know. I mean, let's face it, they're three and three. Riley could save his job. Uh, You still think he could, Sip? Yep. Yeah, I do. I I think that, Kenny, if they got to seven and five, they'd be, you know, that'd be six and three in the league. Um, I think that might do it. I I can't say that for sure. I'm not saying it independent of some discussions with some people that I would say matter a lot. Um, I would almost rule out 6-6, six and six, but I think 7-5 and five makes it possible.
2: Hmm. Well, uh, where are they in the search for an athletic director? That obviously is going to play a big part here. Do you expect that decision to be made by, say, December?
3: Oh, yeah, Trent. I think it could be made much sooner than that. I mean, their target is, you know, I mean, the latest would be Thanksgiving. That would be the very latest. I think the earliest would be next week. Um, I think that November first would be a good target date for that. And it's, there's the information's been hard to come by because there's a search firm and you know how that goes. When there's a search firm, they lock it down really well. There's it's not like there's been any leaks.
1: Sip, I want to go back to last week. Just um no, I don't want to you know bring up J- uh, Jonathan Taylor who ran rough shot and there's another unbelievably gifted freshman coming this week. But I want to go yeah. to the last play of the first half. There's 6 seconds left on the clock and yeah. Nebraska decides to run another play at that point. Um right. and and I think they they I think they you know they ran five seconds off the clock. They were lucky, my point, to be able to get the field goal uh, unit onto the field. And, and, and th- I mean, th- look, Mike Riley's seat is hot enough to begin with. I have no idea what he was trying to accomplish there by running another play with six seconds left, no timeouts. It was crazy to me. So. Yeah,
3: it was. A lot of people wondered about that, and it's uh, so. Yeah, they, they just tried to sneak in one more play. Is all it was. There wasn't anything magical. There wasn't.
4: They didn't have anything
3: dialed up. Um, that they thought was going in the end zone or anything like that. Um, it was just, it was just questionable management. And I'm, I, I, it is an interesting discussion to me because if that, if Ozigbo, you know, he, he caught a pass along the sideline, mm-hmm. and if he doesn't step out, and I don't know that he necessarily tried. I do not think if he, he was did. Cognitive. Right, and if he doesn't, Kenny. I, we have a major situation yeah. on our hands there. Yeah. I mean, I, there would be a lot of people – there would be a lot of – I don't think I'm being a drama queen in this situation. I hope that doesn't offend anybody. Um, it's insane. I don't know that the – the offensive coordinator would have come under heavy fire. No heavy. doubt. I mean, yeah, because you're – I mean, there would be a lot of talk about clock management. Um, they dodged a bullet there. Mm-hmm. They really did. They did.
2: So you see the physical domination in the second half out of Wisconsin. We saw what happened with Iowa a year ago and the comments from the former defensive coordinator about the practices that happened to be happening over in Iowa City. This is not what Nebraska fans expect, the physical domination. Is it strength and conditioning? Is it something else? What's amiss here where Nebraska is getting not just beat but physically manhandled in football games?
3: It's all about to me, Trent. Um, it's not about and conditioning. It's more about culture and what Iowa has been building up since 1999, right? That's when Kirk Ferentz took Mm -hmm. over. Probably before that, actually, but you can identify 1999 because that's when the current head coach took over, and they play a certain style, right? You're going to be a physical team uh, as long as Kirk Ferentz is there. I've watched Iowa football since I was a boy. Um, Well, certainly, since 99 and probably a little bit before that, it's always looked kind of the same to me. I mean, you know yeah. what you're going to get, um, you know, what's coming. They're not going to, they're not going to make a lot of mistakes. They're going to be very physical. Um, they pride themselves on that. It's very admirable to me. And Wisconsin takes that to another level even. Right. I mean, you'd say that right now to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. due respect to Iowa fans right now, Wisconsin's the really the one that's, playing that sort of style, the best, at least in the West, in the West Division. Now, So now, now and that's a defined culture that goes back to Barry Alvarez in the 90s, right? I think he took over in 92 in, in Wisconsin, and they've done that. You know they're going to be a physical run team. It's kind of, um, I mean, it's just ingrained, and Nebraska doesn't have that, guys. I mean, they don't. They've, they've tried different things. You know, they tried a West Coast system under Bill Callahan. They ran a spread, you know, a, a spread option-type system under Tim Beck. And now they're trying a pro-style offense that isn't particularly physical. Um, so that's it. I, I, to me, it's, it's pretty simple. You get, you get, Iowa has a certain culture that demands physical a physical run game it, it, that toughens the defense during the week. And Wisconsin certainly does that, too.
1: Uh, Sip, we'll get back to Nebraska in a second, because this news, and Trent just alerted to me this uh, during the break when we were waiting to come back on the air. Uh, Dennis Dodd's reporting that uh, Texas A&M is going to make a serious run uh, at James Franklin if, indeed, uh, Kevin Sumlin uh, is is not retained. So uh, if you're... If you're I mean if you're for James Franklin, you got Penn State and their arrows clearly pointing upwards and yes you play in the East but we've seen that you've been able to knock off Ohio State and Michigan. You won the Big 10 uh last year. If you go to the SEC and I know Saban's not going to be there forever but the West is still the West and Auburn and LSU's going to be back at one point. Is it is it, would you consider Penn State a better job the the probations behind them um I mean, they're still going to have that aura, and rightly so, that's always going to follow Penn State around for this generation of what went on there. But if you're Franklin, you know what? I I think I would say, you know, flattered by the call, I think I stay in the Big Ten at this point.
3: Well, yeah, I think he's going to get rich off of it. Sure. that's going to happen? I mean, A&M will throw a pile of money at him, and Penn State will have to. I would think Penn State would respond um, with a (laughs) – I don't even know if I could call it a bump. I mean, there's got to be something other than a bump probably. I think that's what you're looking at. I, if that's what – and if Dennis is right and they do make a run at him, it it just becomes that to me. I don't think he'd make that move. I, I'm not sure why you would. Right. Um, A&M is – I mean, look at A&M, what they've done, just not just under someone, but prior to someone. It's not like A&M is always in the conversation – of you know the, the very top of the conver- national title conversation, they've had a hard time getting there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know the Big Twelve, obviously. Well, it's not the Big Twelve; it's the SEC. But you're in that tough division. Yep. What, what would that be different? No, no. Um, I just don't understand. I don't understand why he'd do it unless he's. I mean, the only reason I guess would be just looking to now. You are going to. A place where the population has gravitated to. I mean, the population Mm -hmm. in our country has moved out of the Northeast, and it's you know not. I mean, the trends are yeah, it's shifted south. So it was that, but I don't know. That's 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 odd to me. It's odd that it would come out that way. By the way, I mean, is that A and M kind of testing the waters there through Dodd? Uh, how why would they want that out? Why would you undercut your current coach, by the way, who's actually got things kinda going again yep. there? I mean, since since that awful loss to UCLA, they've kind of righted things. They played Alabama really well last week. So I don't I don't that, that's a really awkward
2: report to me. Sip, I, I know the answer to it. At least I think I do. Kaching, an agent. I think an agent's probably the one sure. floating this thing out. Maybe. You always look to the money first, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: makes sense.
3: Yeah, yeah no, hey Trent, I think you're probably right. Um, the the agent's probably floating it out there, maybe on behalf of the school, though. I, that, that stuff that usually happens for a reason. That's really odd. Oh, but you, you, you could be right in terms of just the pure financial aspect of it, as it relates to Coach Franklin. That might be that might
1: be it. I thought they just signed him. Did nice. they not in this off season? Yeah. I think yeah. I thought they did.
3: Uh, Steve, yeah, the I, could make yeah the agent can make a lot of money on
2: yeah it. no question. <laughs> hey yeah. zip, uh, so sitting there blackout game. The students are involved, and we know how the second half went. Now you got Ohio State coming in. We've heard for years and years about the Nebraska fan base, and I saw you know, ticket prices online are incredibly low for this game. Think he can get in for thirty bucks right now? Something unheard of for a ticket that face value is one thirty-five. Inside the stadium during these games, does it feel different?
3: Uh, not yet. I, I think I wonder about this week. No, I wouldn't say that yet. Um, the fans are are ex. I mean, the, the loyalty is really still very strong. They're, I mean, it's a very extremely loyal fan base. And, and the answer to that is just a, just no. It hasn't felt that much different. Now, except to say the end of games have felt a little different to me in sure. that, you know, there was a time when if you lost by three touchdowns on the home field at Nebraska, there would be more shock, there would be more outright anger, it would be, mo- be more visible that way. Now what's happened, but this has been happening um, over time. You know, it's occurred over the last, 15 years or so um, that now it's a little more subdued at the end of a game like that um, because it's not, it's no longer novel. The, the jolt factor is gone. You know, it, this has been happening. I, t- I try to tell people this all the time, especially people on the quote unquote outside. Nebraska has been getting battered around for quite some time now. I <laughs> mean, Back to, you know, remember you guys probably remember when Iowa State, Iowa State, put it on Nebraska in 0-2 pretty hard, if I recall. Um, you know, Kansas State came in here and waylaid Nebraska. There was, there were bad, bad beat, bad losses under Bill Callahan, including at home, also on the road, but certainly at home, they lost 45-14 to a unranked Oklahoma State team. Um, so, I don't want to say you ever get used to it. But I don't think the fans will ever get used to it, but it's been happening. So the so the, just, the, oh, I don't know, the shock is gone.
1: Hmm. Sip, last thing for you, and it's just a kid that seems to jump off my TV screen every time I watch Nebraska play, which is a lot. Chris Weber seems to make a lot of plays out there. Yeah. I, th- I, yeah. Think, yeah, I think he got banged up maybe a little bit in the Wisconsin game. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I thought. I seem to recall that. What's his story, Sip? I like watching him play.
3: That's a, he's a great story, actually. You know, Kenny, hes a walk-on Elkhorn kid. He came on really strong in 2015. You might remember—you do watch these games closely. I know he, he had like 15 tackles against Illinois in 2015, and actually had a really strong three or four-game stretch in 2015 as a you know as a sophomore walk-on. Um, got hurt, however, and then then just didn't you know he lost. He didn't lose the job. He got beat out, you would say, for the middle linebacker spot last year by a good player, Josh Banderas. So he didn't see much of Weber last year. He was a good special teams player, um, great team guy, always there, always ready. And then this year, he, you know, he pretty much easily won the job. Everybody knew he was going to win the job. So that's his story. And he's a, you know, he's a very he's he's a four student, um, extremely intelligent. Extremely well thought of, typical kind of kid that just does his job, but it does it but does it at a high level, and just, you know, just does it week to week. Never really has any bad games, and, and occasionally pops a really good one.
1: Sip, great stuff. We will talk to you next week. I know it's a bye week, but we will recap the first seven games of the season. Let's take a look at what's still to come on the Huskers' Big Ten schedule. Thank you, Stephen M. Appreciate it. Yeah, great to be with you guys. Great Take to be care. with you. Stephen M. Simple, Lincoln Journal star. Trent, we have a starting pitcher for the Washington Nationals. It's been announced. It has. It's Gio Gonzalez. That's what we thought. Yeah, not really surprised, no, right? No, no. That, that's the guy to
2: go with. Started he, game two. Game two, which was? Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Yep. So, good amount of rest. Yeah, he's yep. on full rest plus a day. Yep. No, today's Thursday. Thursday. Full, full rest. rest. Yeah. Full rest. Regular rest. Right. Go out there. Lefty and throws a lot of pitches. Mm -hmm. You don't expect him to go seven. No, five would be, I think that's all Dusty wants from him, if he can get to that point. You get five out of him, two out of Scherzer, cobble together the back end.
1: We'll get eight or nine minutes out of Mitch Holtis next. Steelers Chiefs, big, big, Mm. big spot, especially for the Steelers as they look to bounce back after that debacle against Jacksonville. Mitch scheduled to join us next. The Ken Miller Show continues on. Trent Condon with me uh, noon to 2 every Monday through Friday on 1700 KBGG
0: you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg trust
2: quality value just some of the words that have been used by wolf construction roofing customers to describe their experience wolf construction roofing works on residential and commercial roofing including single family and multi-family homes tear-offs
6: harvest the savings now during Menard's Oktoberfest sale. Tackle tough jobs with help from Masterforce. A Masterforce 46-piece mechanics tool set includes both quarter-inch and three-eighths-inch drive sockets so you can tackle a wide variety of jobs. Just 19 dollars after rebate. Offers good through October 14th. Save on Masterforce tools and much more during Menard's Oktoberfest sale.
0: Save big money at Menards. We interrupt your broadcast to bring you this, a phenomenon from Wendy's that can only be described as a giant junior bacon cheeseburger. A delicious anomaly doubling the size and taste of Wendy's iconic junior bacon cheeseburger. Double the bacon, double the cheese, and good heavens, double the fresh, never frozen beef. And what's this? A Wendy's giant junior bacon cheeseburger with nuggets, fries, and a drink for just $5. Run, run to your nearest Wendy's. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, we'll include small fries and a drink. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Thank you. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends ten thirty one seventeen.
4: Can tile fake you out? If it's Montagna wood look tile at the Home Depot, yes. Right now it starts at just two twenty nine a square foot. It looks just like rich, warm wood, yet it's scratch resistant, durable, easy to care for, and stands up to weather just like tile because it is tile. Montagna woodlook Tile, starting at just $229 a square foot. Now, at the Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Prices may vary by store. It's football season,
2: and that means it is time to find your spot for all the big games. Trenk out in here for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 48 big screen TVs, all the games on college Saturdays. And the NFL on Sundays, Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. But it's not just about having all the great games on. You need more than that. You need great food. Draft House 50 has just that. Huge burgers. My favorite, the pizza burger. Ground beef, Italian sausage, mozzarella cheese, a little marinara, and pepperoni. Big burgers, great sandwiches, pizza. You wanna go with the lighter fare? They got salads and appetizers for you as well. And you can't forget about the beer. It's in the name, Draft House 50, local beers on tap, micro brews, whatever you're in the mood for, make it Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. Your football headquarters, Draft House 50, 6240 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll see you there
0: you don't need more sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR
6: i light the night for my dad
2: i light the night for my daughter
6: i light the night to end blood cancer The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings
1: together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund
6: life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers
1: and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. The Light the Night walk is coming up on October the 21st. For more information, visit lightthenight.org. Backslash Iowa.
0: Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines Metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com.
1: Segment of a, a Thursday edition of the Ken Miller Show, a full-on football Friday. Tomorrow, we will uh, have our, well, all the all our normal Friday guests will be here, including, I guess, Tom Caker, Trent, who is on vacation yes. celebrating his anniversary out in Vegas. But
2: no, 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 I want to come on with you guys. All righty. Tom likes to fire, too. We'll see uh, what, he's got, he? what he's got uh, up his sleeve out there in Vegas. Do
1: you know when he was going? You guys, you guys talked to him on Tuesday, right? Yeah, didn't he, he
2: didn't mention it then when we had him on, so... uh Tom likes Vegas. Gotcha. He goes out there quite a bit. Doesn't make him a bad person. In no. fact, moves him up
1: in my book. Absolutely. Uh, Fridays, uh, there's nothing like it uh, during the fall here on, in Sports Talk, and we'll have a full-blown football Friday tomorrow. A lot of NFL. We'll get our last look at Iowa State and Kansas with Dylan Montz, uh, Paul Allen, Dave Sinekin, their border battle. It's the Packers and the Vikings uh, this week, so we'll get both sides of that, the Vikes and the Packers. Um, you know, it's it's... I don't know. Was it the biggest game of the Sunday slate? Uh, pretty it, big,
2: it is. You can argue the Steelers how they bounced back. That point spread was weird. What's it at? I think I heard today it was at four and a half. I hadn't looked yet today, but uh, four and a half. But it opened at three mm. in Kansas City, right? I'm not yeah. Missing no, it's anything in Kansas here. City. Yeah, uh, that's right. right. I want to make sure I'm not missing something because the Steelers aren't good. They <laughs> haven't looked good. Have you do you know the two
1: teams, their two losses? Well, yes, you should, because you remember the <laughs> Jacksonville loss and your team your team beat them. Yeah. The the Bears and Jacksonville have beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Think about that. Could get a pretty nice price if you would have parlay those two. No together. question. Uh it's four and a half. Four, four and a half right now. It depends on where you shop in Vegas, is is the And point even spread that, that number
2: game. doesn't that seem a little, a little slight.
1: I... Chiefs are unbeaten. What, 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 what's not to like about Kansas City? I know they lost, lost Conley right mm-hmm. for for the year. Nice player.
2: Barry's uh, out. Okay, yeah, but he's, he's been out is... since beginning of the year. Yeah, that's though. true. Yeah. Um, Safety play hasn't been great. Hill and
1: Hunt, Kelsey, mm-hmm. Alex Smith is a All Pro candidate at this point in uh, in 2017. Defense has been good. Um, kicker that they brought in to take Cairo Santos' place, so he's he's been as good as advertised. Mm-hmm. I think he missed his first kick in the league, right? But I'm not sure he's missed since then. So, you know, he got those jitters out of his system. This Chiefs team, what what's the weakness? What's what's the weakness?
2: <laughs> Peters is a stud on the outside, yes. a lockdown guy. They get their center Mitch Morse back. I think this week he's practicing,
1: albeit on a limited basis. H, the-, the defense. Okay. Derek Johnson's got some age
2: to him. Houston's... Yeah, Houston's Robo man,
1: he is. He's, he's past that injury uh, year of last year.
2: It's tough to come up with anything. I, I can't. I really can't. Outside Maybe? of what's football and injuries can happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. They're far and away the best team in the league right now. Far and away? Who's second? Who's Th- second? That's my point. They're, it doesn't it doesn't come to you instantly. Okay. Because there isn't even another team that you throw up there in the mix with them. Mm-hmm. So
1: it was so easy for so many years to say the Patriots, right. but the Patriots, that's not them this year.
2: Uh The Jets are gonna get throttled in that game too, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, the answer
1: yes. yeah, yeah. Well, The yes. Three in a row. Right.
2: And um, maybe if we win
1: the, slow, no. slow down. No. Um who is the second second best team in the nfl right now. <sighs> Eagles? No. No. I see I can't say it. Go so go ahead and say it for me. No, you know who the answer is. It's the Packers. Yeah. It's yeah, the Packers. Yeah.
2: That's It's Aaron yeah. Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. It's that team that resides in Green yes. Bay. It's the Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's the Aaron Rodgers. And that's uh,
1: that's what that team has been for forever. Mm-hmm. The I mean, think about how fortunate. I know we talked about this earlier in the week. But think about that fan base. They go from Brett Favre mm-hmm. in the early 90s to Aaron Rodgers, and the year is 2017.
2: Don Mikowski even before him. Magic was okay. He he, but he, never t- saw he the made field them relevant again after Favre. Th- that was well the first... Reggie White
1: didn't hurt either.
2: Right, right. But that was the first time in my lifetime that they were relevant well, in the late yeah,
1: '80s because they stunk. Right, oh, they, they st- and they th-
2: went through a boatload of quarterbacks. You're right. right. I remember that. Th- I remember that era. The only thing I knew the Packers for is basically ruining the dynasty of the Bears throwing. Jim McMahon on his shoulder in Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. That, that's Is that what you remember by? From 84 to 88. Mm-hmm. That's all I thought of the Packers. They were bad. They wore weird colors together, and they looked like John Deere, and they screwed up Jim McMahon's career. That's yeah. it.
5: Yeah. That's
1: all it was. But, uh, again, it, look, at this never happens in football where you go from a bona fide Hall of Fame quarterback. And we're talking about two decades worth of play here. Mm-hmm. Three decades worth of play. Nineties, whatever you call the first one and this one, the we're aughts. in. The aughts. and this one. Favre, Favre, Rodgers, Rodgers been the quarterbacks in, the, in those three decades, right? Mm-hmm. The only one that comes close is Montana to Steve Young.
2: Right. It's the only one that comes close. And how long was Young? Because he sat behind Montana for it was it nine years. Yeah, he was there. He sat behind it for a while. Yeah.
1: Ninety-two to ninety-nine, ninety-one to ninety-nine. Check my memory out, Trent. I want to say Joe Montana was nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety-one, mm-hmm. and Steve Young was ninety-two to ninety.
2: Did you go to ninety nine or ninety eight? Nah, he was still there in ninety nine. Was his final. But he didn't season. play a lot, I mean, right? Three games is all he okay. played. But yeah, longer than I thought. Mm-hmm. Basically, starter from ninety two to ninety eight. Right. Yeah. So, and Joe Montana was with the Chiefs at the time. Right. At that time. Yep. Boy, some ridiculous numbers on this sheet here. <gasps> Just incredible. Thirty five touchdowns, ten picks. The rushing totals. Steve Young. Steve Young's best play of his career would have been that when. Uh, in the, the run against Minnesota? Yes, in 88 playoffs. Is that what it was? No. It was, Darren wasn't... Nelson. Cause was, it was it 88? It's when he took over for Montana, uh-huh. when Montana got hurt. Remember? Joey Browner's on that team. Yes. Um, Chris Dolman, Dolman. is on that Keith team. Keith Millard. Keith Millard.
1: 75, Millard? 75, absolutely. Dolman, 56.
2: Scott Stedwell in the middle. Stedwell, Yeah. Joey Brown was As you forty-seven. Know, I, I watched a lot of those Vikings games. Oh, they're fun. That was a fun era. That was all that was available at the time.
1: Yeah, but but point being, right? The, the the fact that the Packer fans, there's generations that don't know what it's like to suck at the quarterback position, and there's thirty-one other teams. Yeah. Well, thirty other teams that you just don't go from
2: franchise to franchise.
1: People it in their thirties,
0: deep
2: into their thirties, don't remember the Packers. Uh-uh. And for When they didn't have a good quarterback. Right, right. We're, we're a little odd. We probably watch sports a little earlier than others. But you know, usually 8 to 10 range is when you start remembering things. And if you're 35, all you remember is great quarterback play with mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, you sh- should be. Jealous. You got to see Elway. I got to see oh, Peter Tom such a one. <laughs> yeah, those guys never have been mentioned the same sentence
1: until today. <laughs> uh it doesn't look like we're gonna get Mitch Holtis, that's fine. No, Chiefs and, and the Steelers, big, big game this week. You can hear it. Look, it's way more important for Pittsburgh. Yes, way more yes. important for Pittsburgh. Uh, the Chiefs are they're in a fight. I mean, Denver's not going away, I don't think, but they've had a they've been fortunate. They've had a ton of home games and they'll play the Giants this week. They'll they should crush the Giants. Sure. Uh but then Denver's schedule You know, it gets to where you keep hearing about this difficult schedule for the Broncos. Well once this week comes and goes, then it's here. Kansas City is the best team in the in the NFL at this point. Pittsburgh on the other hand, I can't get over the fact that their two losses they struggled against the Browns in week one. That was a field goal game. Then they beat the Vikings, but that was the first game without Sam Bradford. Case Keenum doesn't know he was gonna get the start. Right, that was they gave Case they let Case Keenum know either Saturday night or first things I think Saturday night that he was going to be the starter tomorrow. Lose to the Bears. Nice win against Baltimore, but I don't think Baltimore's that good. I Mm -hmm. think last week's an anomaly when we look back at Baltimore. Yeah, they beat Oakland, but they beat E. J. Manuel and the Oakland Raiders. Then lose to the Jaguars.
2: Steelers window, is it closed? Boy, there's still talent there. Well Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. But you know, Antonio Brown's piping up. He is, He's a malcontent. Yeah. I'm not going to throw dirt on him yet. This is that point spread jumped off when it came out at three, three and a half. Mm-hmm. Something fishy's happened happening here. Well, it says hammer the Chiefs with confidence. Right. When you say that, go the other way. Right. Where do you think the public money is? On the Maybe Chiefs. 85% plus probably. Probably. It's well, you could probably, don't you, don't you have that uh, do, app or whatever it is that you can tell us? It's got to be a huge uh, percent.
1: I will say at this point eighty 80% of the – and this isn't in Nevada right.
2: where right. it's legal. This Trent is breaks off the law shore. on a weekly basis. <laughs> no, 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 no. I could look at A friend it. of his. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Let's bring up the uh, NFL numbers here if they'll come up. We've had a few issues today. Here it comes. All right. Uh, some NHL lines come up first. Jets Vancouver. Jets Vancouver. All right. Here we go. Chiefs-Steelers. Interesting. Cash, 51% on the Chiefs is all. 71% of the ticket count, though, Mm -hmm. is on Kansas City. Still... I figured everybody like, oh, Kansas City undefeated. Easy mm-hmm. to go, right? That seems That's like not uh, the case. Yeah, I agree with you. It seems like a, a cinch
1: at this point. Uh, a couple of minutes left. Football Friday tomorrow. We will uh, get into all of our football guests. Look forward to it. Paul Allen, Dave Seneca, Nick Athan will be here. Dylan Mons is going to be here on Iowa State. We'll catch up with Tom Cakert, and we'll catch up with uh, Jason Simmel. Let's get to Mitch. We've got two minutes left. Mitch, uh, better late than never. How are you?
5: Hey, doing great, man. We got the JDRF winners coming in this weekend from Des Moines or around the state of Iowa. So fired up about that and the Steelers game.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, and that Steelers game. Uh, the, the Steelers team, Mitch. When you, what, what's what's different about them this year? I mean, they've lost to Jacksonville and they've lost to the Chicago Bears. The Browns took them to took them right to the wire in Week One. I, we, Trent and I, were just talking. I don't want to say that the window's closed, but but maybe it's
5: closing. It's why this is a huge game. It's a way bigger game for Pittsburgh than Kansas City. And you're going, well, that's crazy. You want to stay undefeated and you're playing for one seed. And I get that. But this is a bigger picture to me for Pittsburgh than just the 2017 season. I was appalled uh, watching the Jacksonville game live, thinking this is not the same Steelers team that I saw in January in the playoffs uh, beat the Chiefs 18-16. They are so centric right now on Le'Veon Bell. I know Antonio Browns already had more targets than anybody in the league. But I'm telling you guys, they're trying to get Le'Veon to bail the ball like 50 different ways. And so I don't know. This is a huge game for them. If the Chiefs beat them, I mean, I think then they're officially leaking oil.
2: Mitch, you mentioned last January. What kind of motivation? Do you believe in the whole payback theory?
5: Uh, yeah, it's human nature. I don't think it's – you know, it's not the – I think it gets your attention in the NFL. It just maybe – you give it maybe just a little more division games do. And then, if a team basically stole a paycheck from you yep. and took you where you wanted to go, that does yeah it gets your fur up a little bit, but it's not the determining factor in a game trend, but it is a fact
1: mm, we've got ninety seconds left before the music's going to play. How big of a loss is Chris Connolly out for the year?
5: Well, what he had been doing and the advancement he had made because he'd become a really good third down receiver. that was my training camp reports with you guys uh but He's, you know, they got, there different ways they can replace him uh, and from different spots. Again, it's not a one for one replacement. That means DeMarcus Robinson. That means Ross Travis. uh, That means some other configuration. But it is a blow because he had been, he had really been ascending. Mm.
1: Papa John's makes it possible for us to talk to you. What have they got going this week?
5: They got this Philly cheesesteak pizza. I'm really intrigued. Have you guys had this?
1: Not yet. I haven't.
5: And I got, I'm just asking about it. Go to papajohn's.com. Yeah or call Matt, Tom, Donaldson, Harder, all the gang there, and ask him what's with this cheesesteak pizza you guys got? That's where I would ask right now.
1: I will, Mitch Holtis. We will uh, talk to you next Thursday. We'll hear you uh, on Sunday afternoon, 325 uh, kickoff. Thank you, Mitch.
5: Thanks, guys. A large game looms.
1: Yes, indeed it does. We'll talk soon. Uh, Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. You and Jimmy B today, 4-6. to six. What's the game plan?
2: Well, we got Al Yellen stopping by. Bleed Cubby Blue will be breaking down Cubs and Nationals game five. Gio Gonzalez starts in case you missed it earlier. Yes, uh, we'll be talking some Hawkeyes. Derek Peck from BC Divide will be by and Ken Silverstein out in his Cleveland Oof. outpost. Licking their wounds. Ooh, tough one, certainly. 4-6 to six here on
1: 1700. Trent and I are back tomorrow noon to 2 in the Ken Miller Show at 1700 KBGG.
6: Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom!
4: Scott Graham from Westwood one with a Thursday night football preview Two four and one division leaders face off in the week six opener when the Carolina Panthers host the Philadelphia Eagles Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz says both he and the team expect to play well.
0: We're able to move the ball in there. We're able to move it um, on the ground, play action, pass, naked, you name it. Um, I think that's what makes us tough to defend at times. And as a team, it was just we're built differently i think we're built differently we know what to expect um and we're just hungry we're hungry we're never going to get too high after wins we're never going to get too low after losses we're just going to keep plugging along and and we know we're a special team we just got to go prove it uh every week
4: cam newton and carolina are coming off back-to-back impressive wins over the patriots and lions ian eagle and tony Buselli will have the call from charlotte of the panthers and the eagles on thursday night football
0: Remember to listen to Westwood One's coverage of the NFL all season long. Right here on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Stop by O'Reilly Auto
5: Parts and pick up 5 quarts of O'Reilly Full Synthetic Motor Oil and a MicroGuard Filter for $21.99. Extend the life of your vehicle and save money with 5 quarts of O'Reilly Full Synthetic Motor Oil and a MicroGuard Filter for $21.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
4: The Home Depot has a new paint for people who want to spend less time painting, which is pretty much everyone. New Timeless Paint from PPG, starting at only $33.98 a gallon. It's a brand trusted by pros for over a hundred years. Formulated for one-coat coverage, it's the toughest, most durable paint you can buy. And you can only buy it here. New PPG Timeless Paint, only at The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. See store for details.
6: Staples knows that when your printer jams more than it prints, it's time. When your paper supply is in desperate need of resupply, it's time. When the only printer in your office that's not out of ink is three flights up, it's definitely time. And it's times like these when pros turn to Staples. Staples has great prices on everything you need to print. And now, buy one HP ink, get the second 30% off. Staples. It's pro time. ends 10-14-17. See store or staples.com for details. Restrictions may apply.
0: Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com.
6: Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide.
0: As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry.
1: Every 90 minutes someone is diagnosed with ALS and every 90 minutes someone passes away from the disease. Help provides support to these families and the ALS Association Iowa chapter by participating in this year's Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS. The walk takes place on Saturday, October 7th at Principal Park. Registration begins at 8:30 a.m. with the walk beginning at 10. Registration is free at this great family-friendly event. Join the fight